0: You're listening to The Breakdown Duo with Deb and T-Wise. They break it down to build you up. Let's join this mother-son duo as they break down tonight's hot topic. All right. Well, another uh, day, another podcast huh? hey tyler how you doing today mom
1: good it's been a good week how about you oh it's yeah yeah
0: i think all in all it's been pretty awesome the uh i'll be honest i don't usually like talking about the weather but it is really nice to see the sun shine again Yeah. <laughs> so i agree well uh today uh i think we got some pretty exciting things to talk about huh
1: well, um, I'm kind of excited about it. I think if we can break it down and get somewhere with it, it could be a really helpful topic. I know it's been good for me just thinking about it.
0: Yeah. We uh, definitely all fail in life. Yeah. we. The, the main question is, uh, do we learn from those failures or not? So uh, there's a, a phrase that you like using that uh, you learned from someone. So why don't you share that with us.
1: Yeah, years ago I took a class from John Maxwell and it was on failing forward. And that's really stuck with me. I realized, you know, I'm kind of one of those dreamers that actually fail quite often. <laughs> and that has really inspired me to focus not just on the failure, but on the lesson that I've learned from those failures and how to move forward. But it's it's been a journey. I don't think it's real easy to do that. So maybe we can, you know, break that down a little bit and just kind of figure out what are some of those good habits that can help us not just feel like failures.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I I was thinking about this. And I I think one of the things that is really difficult for everybody, uh, myself included, is just being completely honest with ourselves about what we're dealing with, what we're struggling with. And if we're talking about failing forward, there's usually a fear involved there. And the reason that we don't do the forward part of the failing is that when we fail, then we just get petrified by the fear that came with that failure Um, or or just the, like we've talked about in previous episodes, the unknown. You know, like for me, I've always had this underlying fear of, okay, what if these goals that I set for myself, what if I actually do become successful at that? And one of those underlying issues that I always have in the back of my
1: mind. That's, so are you saying you have a fear of success?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's,
1: and, isn't that interesting? And it,
0: it, wow. It sounds so weird. Yeah. But... I think there's a lot of people, if they really stripped back all the layers, would find out that, you know, because we've not experienced a level, that level of success or, you know, maybe our goal is so big that we have this fear of, okay, well, what if I actually do achieve that audacious goal? Mm -hmm. And just the thought of, you know, maybe the responsibility that would come with it or, you know, I, I, I don't know, maybe just. The, the simple fact that we've not actually seen it before, you know, there is there's that underlying. So in, instead of, as you say, failing forward, we tend to just, okay, I didn't hit the goal within my desired time frame, So now, you know, in my mind, I just didn't hit it. So I'm not going to move forward. I'm just going to stop.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to try again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That's the thing about failure. We sometimes, I think, expect to fail instead of expecting to succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm probably going to fail, but I'm going to try instead of I, I think I've got this. And okay, you know, I, I've golfed since I was a little girl, probably since I was six years old. And the one thing about golf that I find very interesting, you just have to have one good shot. Right. Or a couple good shots, and you want to come back and try again. You can have a lousy score, but if you have a, a couple good shots, you're like, okay, i got to try it again. I know I'm going to get this. Uh, that's kind of an example of not giving in to, yeah, well, I'm not a very good golfer. Except like, hey, I had some good shots. I'm going to get out there and add a few more good ones to it.
0: Mm-hmm. So if we're talking on the, on the failure side, what are some major failures that... You know, we tend to not move away from. We we get stuck in that pattern of just, uh, I, I guess, living in the past.
1: My first thought was when you said major failures. Maybe we need to step back, don't you think, Tyler? It's it's more just a pattern of little failures, mm-hmm. and we kind of get that habit of. Okay, well, that didn't work out. Well, that didn't work out. Or. So, so we program ourselves on those little things. So when the big failures come, they just, it's just like, yeah, I knew it's just another failure. And so that's a great point. I just keep going back to the past. Well, in the past I did this. So we've got to conquer those thoughts. I struggle with people who live in the past failures because man, I've, like I've said, I failed so much in my life. But I'm so excited about the next opportunity because mm-hmm. it may be the one that's not a failure.
0: Right. Well, so here's the thing is so many of us do that, though. We live in the past. We, we get stuck there. We keep referencing past experiences. And we know we all know that there's absolutely nothing that we can do about it because it's in the past. So what is keeping us there? Why do we have such a difficult time moving on?
1: Yeah. Is that because, did you say earlier, we don't really evaluate? Yeah. We just kind of, what's the definition of insanity? It's something like uh, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome, right? Right. I think Einstein said that. So that's kind of what we do. We fail, but we just, instead of evaluating, finding the lesson, putting that lesson to good use. I think you know, I think we need an example here that might help all of us.
0: Well, I asked you for an example earlier and you just kind of went
1: right by it. Oh, well, maybe because <laughs> I couldn't think of one. So uh, it's funny, but well, I gave the golfing example, but um, another one I thought of, we, we owned a print shop for years and one of the things that you get a big order in and you typeset it so you get it all ready to go into production and then the customer has to give an approval and it has to be assigned approval. That way, if something is wrong when you print it, it's it doesn't come back on you and you don't have to eat that job, so to speak. Um, I remember one huge job uh, that I had done all the type for and it was for a big shopping center. And so in, I don't know, 80-point type on the front of cover of this uh, newsletter or uh, flyer that we were doing was the word shopping, and I had put three Ps in shopping, Hmm. and all of us saw it, the customer, everybody in the shop, nobody noticed it, just kind of had a flow, nobody noticed Now I know where I get my spelling from. Yeah, exactly. It was one of those huge rush jobs, too, and a great customer. So we went forward without having the release signed, thinking everything was in good shape. I'll tell you what, we learned a lesson from that. And it was a costly lesson for our print shop, but we didn't do that again. I think that's one of the keys in moving forward out of failure is you learn from it. And the next time you don't, you don't skip a step because it's easier or quicker.
0: Let's go as simple as, you know, I think part of the reason that we struggle so much in moving forward is because we don't change ourselves in the process. So if you learn the lesson, you you have to apply the lesson. You have to change yourself, meaning one of the quickest ways of getting out of the past is changing your daily habits. The the more we can change our daily habits and celebrate those small victories, the easier it is every time that we have a failure to move forward because we can stay consistent in the habits. So that's why, for an example, the, the military... Focus so much on getting up early, and the very first thing you do is you make your bed, because making your bed is the very first victory of the day. Actually, waking up is the first victory. The second victory is making your bed. So you stack a whole bunch of those on top of each other throughout the day, and you have a pretty incredible day of victories. And if you're doing that day by day by day, it's really hard to look in the past and say, "Oh my goodness, I can't believe that that happened back then." And why did that happen? Because you're so focused on well, I got to get this task done. I got to do this habit. I got to do this habit. So you're in the moment, and you're focused on on the present and and hopeful for the future. Does that make sense? I mean, it's 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 the very reason why every single year we all say, okay, I want to get back in shape. We make that New Year's resolution, and then by February we stopped it. It's because we never changed the daily habits. We we okay. never changed the small things.
1: That's a better example for me. Yeah. So how do we change those small things? Is it we don't change them because we're lazy? Is that our problem? Or we just don't realize what we're doing?
0: Well, I think one of them is we try to do too much because we're, as a society, we're so focused on this instant gratification now that we think, okay, well, I want to lose my 20 pounds overnight. So, you know... I'm, I'm going to go into the new year and I'm going to totally transform my diet. I'm going to totally transform my workout schedule. I'm going to totally transform my day schedule. And we make all of these major changes when doing just one habit is hard enough. Yeah. So when we compile all these different habits on top of each other, then we get overwhelmed and we get burnt out and then we end up not doing any of them.
1: So basically you're saying we need to determine what went wrong and find out what we need to change to to be successful. Yeah, part of that whole, I'm not really one to talk about weight loss, but I know one of the things I hear from people is like they'll say, okay, my goal is to lose 50 pounds. And they usually set a time frame. Maybe one of our problems is that that's what we focus on is the 50 pounds where instead of, like you said, today I want to eat right so that I lose 0.3 pounds, because the point three, the point five are going to add up to one, two, three. Yeah, it's those little things that keep mm-hmm. us moving forward.
0: Well, and the time frame—that's just added pressure. Yeah, you know, we we set a date to give ourselves, you know, some motivation, but the the date is not the end all be all because if I set a goal for my life, and you know, let let's just say it is to to stick with that same example, let's say it is to lose 20 pounds, whether I lose that 20 pounds in the, in the next three months or in the next year, does it really matter? Because I still lost the 20 pounds. It's just that, that additional self-pressure that we put on ourselves of, you know, Oh, I didn't get it done in, the, in this three month timeframe that I, I set. So, okay, I'm a failure now. Yeah. No, I'm not because if I still lose it, you know, then I still achieve that goal.
1: Yeah. One habit at a time, one decision at a time, one choice at a time. And uh, yeah, I don't, I just wonder, you know, when you're raising your kids, you talk to them about, okay, now in life, you're going to fail. I wonder why we don't talk to our kids. Okay. In life, you are going to succeed. You are going to make something of yourself. And I think we do, but we always have that, but, but if you don't, We're here or, you know, whatever. It just seems like we program even our kids to fail. Everybody's going to fail. We Mm -hmm. all know that. So why don't we program our kids how to learn and grow? Right. Whether they even, you know, like in playing games, we've played so much game, so many games over the last year and a half. And I think one of the things that we've learned is it's just as important to be a good winner. As mm-hmm. it is a good loser. Mm-hmm. We're always teaching our kids how to lose, but how to win. Right.
0: But yeah. Be, there's nothing wrong with winning. Right. I, we we wouldn't be the country who we are if we didn't win. That's we, right. We You know, the, the entire purpose of major league sporting events is to win, to win the championship. And that is why fans which is short for, for fanatics
1: mm-hmm.
0: are, are the way they are, the, you know, they scream the way that they do because they want their team to win, not to lose. You, you've never see a fan screaming, cheering like crazy, hoping that their team loses the game. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. It's why, true. why do we focus so, so much and put so much emphasis? I agree with you on this on, Hey, it's okay if you fail. Well, yeah, it is okay. But, I agree 100%. We need to focus on how do you become a champion? How do you win in life? How do you succeed?
1: Yeah. Like when I do marriage counseling, I don't sit in there and say, okay, chances are this is going to be really, really, really hard. Right. Chances are this is going to be going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. There may be some bumps. That's uh, one thing I think as a family, we look at problems or circumstances or challenges as opportunities instead of obstacles. And I think that's something that goes along with what you said day in, day out. We practice having a habit of looking for opportunities, not obstacles, Mm -hmm. even in the way we talk about things. So that's a I think that's a good way to fail forward is, okay. that's going to be part of my life. But that is not I don't. I don't talk to you all the time about fail forward, fail forward. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just there that if there is a failure, okay, right, it's going to be better next time. Let's let's do this different next time. So yeah, and you
0: know, I'm I'm not a parent, so I'm not going to try and talk a, about parenting and the right way to do things. Uh, what I will say is this: uh, you know, let's say a, a parent is constantly pushing themselves to get outside of their comfort zone. They're constantly challenging, challenging themselves to become a better version of themselves, to set new goals, to, uh, to try new things. Uh, they're constantly pushing that limit and they're not just settling in this little, well, I'm comfortable here and I'm going to live the rest of my life in this little bubble. What ends up happening. And I can speak to this because I am a child Mm -hmm. is as kids, the main way we learn is by by watching and observing. As we watch our parents challenge themselves and get out of their comfort zone and try new things and, and be adventurous and take risks, you don't think that that naturally transfers to the child? Exactly. Versus the parent that found this comfort zone and is, a scared, and is scared to try anything, lives in the past, then I also think subconsciously that gets passed to the child and the child sees that through their life growing up and, and thinks to themselves, well, man, I'm, I'm afraid to, to try this because, you know, I never
1: saw it in my family. Yeah. Playing it safe is one way to live your life. I, you know, I think that's something that each person has to examine mm-hmm. and it's certainly not a way that I would encourage anyone to live because life has so much right. to gain and, and growing can be painful. Mm-hmm. I mean, just it's never easy to succeed. We, right. like you said, you brought up athletes. You used to quote some statistics about Michael Jordan and all his failures, but nobody focuses on those. Do you remember any of those? Like how many free throws? Or
0: I don't remember the exact stat, but it's it's like is it a poster it says like I've missed um, so many sh- six thousand some odd shots, but. Yeah. That allowed me to make the ones that I made or something. I forget exactly how to, I'd have to look it up.
1: Well, yeah. And we don't, when we talk about Michael Jordan, you don't know that because that's not what we know about him. We know he's probably the greatest player there ever was in basketball, yeah. but I'm just trying to make the point. He failed often and mm-hmm. could have settled into that rejection, but just chose to keep moving forward. And right. wow that's a, that's a big encouragement. So, mm-hmm. well,
0: and, you know, I mean, every, I, I don't want to say everyone, but I think mean, most people have heard the Wayne Gretzky quote that says you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That, there you go. So, and yeah, it's, there you go. So here's the thing is when we're talking about getting out of your comfort zone and uh, it doesn't have to be something super big, You know, you you don't have to go out and have this dream of of becoming a multi-millionaire or, you know, or whatever the the case. It, It could be something very, very small that maybe you haven't done in a while. And I'll give you an example. How many people go to church and sit in the exact same spot every single Sunday? Right? We get in such a routine that even something as simple as that, and maybe if, we move and we change where we sit, we might meet somebody or have a conversation with someone that we haven't talked to in a long time. That's
1: so true. Yeah, we get in our comfort zone and uh, we don't want to get out of it. We know what's going to happen and that we repeat it, like I said, over and over and over. So there's no growth. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's a a challenge. Well, it's been good for me to talk about this because I just really think I have uh, some opportunities in my life to encourage some of my closest friends to really think about this. Right. Uh, we've kind of gotten some routines and some ruts. And I can see where in our friendships, even our expectations are that this is, this is how it will be. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love this discussion. I hope our listeners got some help from this. If nothing else, maybe we'll just uh, continue to find ways to succeed and not live in failure yeah
0: well um, as usual guys we uh, appreciate you joining us and uh, you know this is uh, just a time for us to come together and and share some things and it's almost kind of becoming therapy for us I think in a way (laughs) we get to talk things out and and uh, hopefully the things that we're dealing with um, lend some golden nuggets to to our listeners and uh, we're just glad that you guys are on this journey with us so
1: Have a great
0: day, everyone. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining this broadcast with the breakdown duo of Dev and T-Wise. Share this podcast with someone that might help and hit subscribe. See you next week as the duo breaks it down to build you up.